You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to help you build confidence, increase your communication skills, and journey with me in the relentless pursuit of what you want most in life. In this episode, oh man, I don't even know the number anymore. It has been two, three months <laughs> since I've uploaded anything, and that's because so many changes have been going on in my life that I wanted to fully focus on forming the best path for me before I try to help anybody else. And that's kind of what I want to go over today is a little bit of an update, but also to take what I've learned over these last three months and deliver them to you. So that way I'm not just spending these three months just looking at myself and not using that time for anything. Um, In this last three months, I have moved from California to Texas. So the space is uh, still a little echoey. Um, We're getting the sound quality up there. Don't worry, it's going to happen. And and also, what I've done is I've had a major career change um, in my life is that these last couple months, I started working for somebody that I was like, well, I don't know if we're actually working together. It was a little confusing. I'm like, what? And then I was like, okay, well, I need some. I need something, you know. And then a, a job opportunity came to me, really well-paying, great potential. It was like the perfect thing. But it, as I was going through that, I realized that I didn't want to do this job. I just, you know, like it was a good opportunity, but I realized that I could not perform because it just wasn't something I was passionate about. And I was like, what's more important for me? Making, do I need this? Do I need the paycheck? On one hand, yes. Um, but on the other hand, I was like, okay, can I make do without this paycheck? And can I make do with a smaller paycheck? And I went, yes, I can. And that, will that smaller paycheck be more rewarding for me and the, you know, the world, you know, doing good? And I went, yes, it will be. And so ended that relationship after only a month because I didn't want to string it along too long. Um, and so and then I went, OK, I'm going through I'm going through some, you know, some struggles with mental health because I'm wondering where my passion is, what my purpose is. And. Throughout this time, I was really confused about what is my purpose? What am I going to do? Um, and then I took a look around and I said, well, what do I need? Not And then so because on one hand, what do I want? I want, you know, a good life, a happy life, doing things for other people, whatever, like helping. I want to be content that my work is doing some good for myself and others, right? But I went, what do I need? And I focus and I hyper focus down to the smallest detail. And I said, okay, well, I love helping people and giving people advice and giving people resources and tools to help, you know, do their thing what they love. But I went, oh, let's go further than that. What do I love doing? I love talking to people in person, learning about them, and then offering whatever wisdom, experience, advice, knowledge that I have for them in that moment. And so see, I'm narrowing it down. And so I knew then from that, I need to be out in front of people. I can't just do marketing behind my desk because that's what I would be doing. That would have been my full-time job working at least 10 hours a day would have been in front of my computer at my home because I work from home. It It would have been remote on my computer 10 hours a day straight. And I realize that's so detrimental to me. Um, it it does not put me in a good mindset. It does not lend myself for me to actually be productive and work creatively. Um, and so I realized that. And also something I realized is that I need someone to direct me. At this point in my life, 
just me owning my own business and doing my own thing and me being at the top is not helpful for me at this point in my life. Eventually, I will have that. But right now, my mind is not at a state where I can focus this creative energy. So I realized I need someone at the top directing me. But also I realized that I don't work well with people and I don't take orders well. Um, and I realized that. And so what I did is I thought, and I, I thought back and I went, okay, I know that I need this. But at the same time, I know that I react very badly when this happens. Okay, so what does this need to look like? What does this leadership need to look like? And I thought back to one of the best, well, the only good boss that I've ever had. Um, I had him on the show, Stephen Flemings. Um, and yeah, a while ago, I'll put, I'll put the number in the show. Oh, show notes are down right now. We're working on that, but, uh, he was the best boss I ever had. And I went, why? And I realized, cause not only did he push me to be a better person, he understood me as a person and wanted to help me grow as a person, but also at the same time, he recognized professionality and he's like this. And, and when things need to get, get, get done, he wasn't my friend. He was my boss. And I really respected it about him because he balanced work and personal relationship really well. We would fence in the morning, right? And that was nothing to do with business. And then we'd go straight into work, making sales calls, drafting strategies, looking over data. He would question me and like push me like, why is this? Why do you want to do this? Are you hitting these numbers? And so it was a really good, healthy balance. And I wish... And I wish that job was a something that was, you know, that was long term for me. But unfortunately, I didn't believe in the product. Um, I believed in the boss. And if he was my boss in, 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 at a company where I believed in the product, I would have stayed there for a long, long time. And so I realized this, right? So I'm like, okay, I need to be out and about, right? That's like, I need to be, have a, a boss as someone that resembles those qualities, that, that lets me have my creative freedom, but at the same time directs me and gives me um, orders and instruction when needed. And so I was like, wait a minute. And this is a part where I kind of just was disheartened. I'm like, wait, do I just, I don't think, do I need to just get like a quote unquote new normal job? Like do, and then because the one thing I was like, well, the thing that has a lot of those qualities um, the other quality, you know, in, in being with people and helping people and making people, you know, uh, in surprising, delighting, surprising, delighting people um, has always been my favorite thing in the world. It's like, well, what that does and what I have experience in a job that I could get, the only thing would be bartending. And on one hand, I was like, OK, I can do that. Like that's that's something that I know I would enjoy on a level, maybe not a huge level, because obviously I wouldn't want to do that for my whole life. But I was like, that not only satisfies um, finances, but it also satisfies these other requirements as well. And so I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll go, you know, get a bartending job. But I wasn't really pumped about it. <laughs> I wasn't too motivated. I was just like, yeah, this is something I can do, something I will enjoy, and hopefully I get a good boss out of it, right? And of course, I, if I got bad, if if I needed to get a job, um, I would get I would get the job regardless. But if I had a choice, then obviously I'd, I would want to talk to the person to be in charge of me first, you know, in the interview process, you know, turn the interview back a couple times and question them and their leadership qualities. If I had a choice, of course, I'm not at all disregarding. Um, I see myself because I've spent, you know, seven years in so many different industries. I'm so grateful that I have a choice many times and that I could get many different jobs. Um, 
And I'm very, very grateful that I, and I'm very thankful that I've done that and that I've had people to lead different leadership in my life that have helped me cultivate that experience. Um, which is another <laughs> another lesson, start young, um, do what you can, and that way you can tack on that. You can you can say you have seven years of experience when you're 23, um, like I can now. And so that that was kind of the, the first step. And I went, oh, okay, I guess so. But then, and this is what I'm talking about, direction, why I need it. Then all of a sudden this chaotic thought came to me. I'm like, wait a minute, I also love cooking. This gives me joy. It gives me, I love cooking for others. It helps others. Okay. What are, well, this is it. I can be a personal chef for somebody because I don't want to be a cook in the, in, the ki- in the kitchen of a restaurant because that's like <laughs> speaking from experience and seeing those cooks. It is one of the most unrewarding jobs. Um, if you love it, great. But it is, not a, it is not a job that treats you well in many, many different aspects. So I knew I didn't want to do that. So I was like, personal chef. I put together a strategy. Um, I built myself a website and social media. And it's actually up right now. It's flavorbyluke.com. Um, and that's flavorbyluke at all different social media accounts. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And then that the low came, like the lull of where I was super excited, created, and I was like, yes. And then I'm kind of like, okay, now it's there. And that, that same excitement wasn't there. I'm like, oh, maybe I don't know if I do want this. By the way, fast forward. That's something that I'm doing on the side. I'm testing out. It's in test phase right now. Um, and that's kind of what I decided to do with it is that I don't know if it'll work. I don't know. I don't think it'll pay the bills. And so I'm going to test this out when I have free time and I'm going to see what happens. It's because it's something I genuinely enjoy and I'll be willing to spend time on. And so even if you look at my social media, I cook for myself anyway. So I might as well blast it on social media and have a blog about it. Um, but then... But then the thing that was staring in front of my face this entire time is my family's business, which they kind of didn't shut down, but they basically went down to like one or two clients. Um, and it's promotional products. And I grew up with this. I know this industry. Um, it's, it's bred into me because um, I grew up like when I was 12, I think they started it. They started it. So I know exact. I know the lingo. I know the vendors. I know the customers. I know like in the ins and outs of this industry. And they came to me and was like, look, you're looking for an opportunity. I think this fills in all of these boxes because I was talking to my parents about this. They're like, we don't have many clients now. Like you have free reign. You have full creative freedom to make this business what you want. We have expertise so we can give you advice as mentors. Like this satisfies all of your different boxes. And it's a great industry to be in. And I went, okay. Because for me also, and this is important to know about me, is that I do not like taking things. I don't like gifts. Like I, I genuinely, I don't like celebrating my birthday or Christmas because I don't want to receive gifts. I know it sounds like a platitude and like that I'm just saying that. Literally, my friends and family know this. Is I'll tell them like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't want anything. I want to spend time with you. That's it. Like, that's it. You, I'll get you stuff because, you know, I see that that makes you happy. Um, but I genuinely, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Like, because it doesn't f- satisfy me. Like, if you give me, like, something, I'm like, oh, cool. I could have bought this myself. Like, obviously, like, not saying I have unlimited money, but I have the ability to buy something myself. That's why if I'm going to get a gift, um, you know, it has to be something I never would have thought of buying myself. That's when I can appreciate it. Um, and so my best friends know that. 
I'm not, I'm a little, I can be a little, a little uh, much sometimes, I'll admit it. <laughs> and so, right, so my first thought though, and the reason why I've never joined their business, even though I have all the experience necessary, is because I didn't want to be handed something. And I was like, if I go into the family business, everyone will think I'm just getting hired because I'm the son. And that was before. That was all of my thinking before. When they asked me before, like five years ago, they're like, why don't you get into this business? Um, I'm just like, okay. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to be given something. And I realize now, I, I realize when they approached me this, and that was my initial thought was, I don't want to be given something. I realized that, no, I'm not being given something. I'm, I'm getting something because I've spent seven years learning how to get this. And when that kind of realization and that came in, I realized, no, I got this for myself. And this, if I, and I know, we, and, and my parents told me, like, look, if you, like, any, we're not offering this to any of your other siblings. <laughs> we're offering it to you because you, you, we know that this fits you, this suits what you want, and you're qualified to do this. Um, and the great thing is that we can have a very professional relationship at the same time. Um, so that's, that's kind of like where I'm at right now is that I'm officially the sales and marketing director of Grapevine Promotions. Um, and this is something that I see myself doing and anything on the side, any projects and stuff, I'm going to, it's a mindset change of this is something that is not as important. It is important, but this comes first because I know many people who sacrifice um, like their main thing for side projects. And if your side project is something you want to do more, then yeah, like go, go for that. But at the same time, like, but if it's not, if it's something that you're just kind of interested in, don't let your excitement about something new take over what's tried and true. I can't believe I just made up that rhyming slogan. I'm going to say that forever. That was not on purpose. I literally just said it and it just came out. I was like, oh, huh, that in that's interesting. Um, so yeah, so that's like that's kind of my journey. And the real things I've learned from that is is narrowing down what do I want? Okay, now what do I need? Now what does that mean? Taking it from what do I want, from what do I need to what does that mean? And, to, and focusing on those minute details of saying, I need this. Because oftentimes, you'll say like, oh, I'm interested in marketing. I'm going to get a job in marketing. That's, a, that's a, like a third of the, of, the, of the industry in the world or something. I don't know. I, I'm exaggerating, obviously. But like, what within that? Narrow it down. Oh, you're interested in running Facebook ads. Narrow it down. What industry for? Um, do you want to do it for many different industries? Uh, what role do you want to play in that? You know, what do you want to be doing throughout your day? And obviously, you can't choose everything. You have to sacrifice. Um, and that's something that I think I didn't understand when I was when I was young, when I was a teenager getting into this. And many people that I do some coaching with don't understand is that you can't have, like, every single entrepreneur you see talking about how they do what they love, they make sacrifices half of the time to do stuff they don't love. And, and that's just the reality of it. Sure, maybe you can set up your perfect life and then you have like, and then you just sit on a beach and then you do like an hour worth of like quote unquote work, you know, posting a, a blog post on LinkedIn and filming an Instagram video. Um, like, sure, 
Yes, you could do that and have a passive income source, but that's neglecting everything the 10 years it takes to build that. And so I think that's the other important thing. I realized that there are certain things I'll have to sacrifice within here. One is other projects I'm working on as I have to dial them back and down. Um, a bunch of other stuff I'm, I'm interested in. Um, I have to say no. And that's kind of, you know, disappointing for me to say no to all this stuff that I'm very passionate about. Uh, the other thing that I have to sacrifice is saying, okay, like I may have a lot of creative freedom, but I have a limited amount. Um, there's always going to be that limit because I'm not the boss of the company. There's always going to be a, another decision maker over me that can veto and say no. I mean, most of the time, I mean, I have enough experience where I can say, let's do this. And they can go, okay, that sounds good. Um, but at the same time, you know, different things, I, I um, you know, that's I have someone that can control what decisions are made. So that's one thing, right? A sacrifice I have to make, which is a good sacrifice for me to make right now because I need that. I need that person that's kind of like, no, don't do that. And for me to go, oh, why? I don't know why I want to do this, right? I need kind of that person, you know, to do that for me, someone I trust to have my best interests in mind, both professionally and personally. And so you see, so it's taken, and I want to say this, like it's taken seven years of me putting myself out there with everything that I've done and working, you know, professionally to build a career. It's taken seven years to get to this point where I've understood all these balances and I'm putting them into practice. It's been seven years. And so patience is so important because I can teach you stuff, but that doesn't, I can't teach you experience. And that's the big thing. So that's why I'm always advocating starting young, like do something. I was just telling a friend of mine um, who's a little bit older than I was when I started, it was like, just start posting on LinkedIn and connecting with people. Like if, if you don't like it anymore, you can delete your account and start over again. Like it's like, there's no harm in those kinds of things and those small things where you can discover what you love. Um, you can, I mean, this is the age of creating content, you know, it's creating content about just stuff you're interested in. Probably no one will watch it. But that's okay that it's giving you experience for when people do watch you. But I see so many people, and I have this own mindset of myself, by the way, is that, oh, I don't really want to create YouTube videos because no one will see them. Good, because they're probably terrible right now. <laughs> they're probably really bad. And so create them now so you get better. And then, and then when people watch you, when you start to gain an audience, then they'll be great. I mean, my first videos, I cringe so hard at them, at the editing, at the acting, at everything involved, is I think they're, I think the content itself is fine, but the production of it is terrible because we didn't know what we were doing. And so that's just something now when I have an entirely new channel I'm working on with a new business, I know exactly what I'm doing. So I can create highly, highly, um, like highly produced videos and even good videos on a low production budget because I know how to do that because I've been doing it for seven years. So that's kind of the mindset. That's what I really want to take you through today. I have so much to talk to about the changes I've experienced, about the things I've done, about the things I've gone through in the last month. Um, just so much about myself, identity, purpose has changed, or not necessarily has changed, but has been revealed to the public and, and partly to myself as well, I'll admit. There's a lot of changes that have been going on, and I'm really, really excited about them. 
Um, right now, the schedule for the podcast is I'm I'm laying I'm laying low on interviews unless a really good one comes up and an opportunity comes up where I'm like, okay, that's a really good interview. I'll just take that. But right now, um, like I said, I have to sacrifice things I love. One thing that I love was doing this podcast three times a week in the beginning. Or, I mean, it was seven days a week in the beginning, and then it moved to three times a week. Um, to sacrifice what I love. So right now, the schedule is one episode a week, Monday morning, me talking about my experiences of the week and turning them into something that we can all um, improve upon. So less, uh, I'm trying to balance because I tend to get very emotional and motivational. <laughs> that's like just, that's just the way I talk um, when I'm, when I'm espousing things that I'm passionate about is I get very like motivational. So, but I also hate motivational speakers who don't have anything concrete to say. So I identify that. So I'm going to do my best to provide information, entertainment, and motivation all in one um, on Monday mornings. So that's my goal with this in teaching you to go out in the world, to be authentic to who you are, and to communicate with confidence. That's been my goal this entire time. It's always been my goal. And I'm really pumped about getting back into this. Like, even though I don't know if you can sense it, I'm so excited right now to film a podcast. Um, I've been recording actually, so I think next week it'll actually be up. Um, so I can't talk about it yet, but I do have a new podcast um, with my friend Devin Tracy. Um, that's partly also what I need to sacrifice for because we're, it's just once a week and it's us talking about philosophy and thought experiments and basically going down roads we are not educated or qualified to go down to and having a good old time with it. So, yeah, the first episode will be posted, I think, two weeks from now. Um, or, no, you're listening to this. It should be posted this Saturday. Um, so we need to actually create a trail and all that stuff or whatever, you know, that good stuff. So look out for that. I'll be talking about it next week um, when the episode is actually up. And um, if you love, um, you know, food Instagrams, I have Flavored by Luke now. It's really cool. It's really fun. It's awesome. I go through recipes. Oh, whatever. Why am I, I? See, I don't know if you noticed my energy. It totally dipped when I started to like sell you on something. Because that's what, like, I'm the type of salesman that just talks to you. And then a sale just naturally happens. Because I'm like, oh, like, look, hey, by the way, I have this. And I'm like, oh, cool. Awesome. Sold. Done. Like, that, that's my sales technique, isn't it? <laughs> my sales technique is not just like, oh, do this and do this and do this and do this. And I want this from you. Because I don't care. Um, I honestly don't. It'd be cool, it'd be awesome, but it doesn't affect me. Um, so thank you all for coming back and listening to this again. Um, I am going to be consistent once a week. I'm recording, I'm, I have the system where I record on Saturdays, publish on Mondays, and so everything will be going up um, on time. Um, it's literally, literally Monday morning. So like anytime you get up, if you get up at 4.30 on Monday morning, it's going to be out. Um, so ha 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 <laughs> take care do what you love and remember to always stay on the positive side of things 